0: Yes that line go here with you on The Fan on this Monday morning. We have a championship Sunday all set up. 877 337 I got you till 5 o'clock when the warm-up show comes your way. That's right. It's all set up. It is before us. We, will, we know the matchups that will come Sunday, and they're good ones. Two three-seeds and two one-seeds. Looking forward to the games, but we have to talk about the games that took place this weekend. And specifically, the most recent one, the game of the season, really. And it lived up to it. And obviously, all the hype, these two teams, the rivalry that you could argue right now is one of the better, if not the best, rivalry in the sport, considering the playoff matchups and the games they've played and the quarterbacks they have. And ultimately, in the postseason, it's obviously where championships are won. It's where games are decided and seasons are decided. And it's also where legacies are decided. And in this game specifically, last night, where the Kansas City Chiefs beat the Buffalo Bills 27-24, to 24, legacies were decided. It almost feels that way for me. I feel like there is no coming back from this if you're the Buffalo Bills. And here we are again, Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs and Andy Reid winning a football game for the first time ever on the road in the postseason. Not a neutral site, that is the Super Bowl. Certainly not in the comfort, comfortable uh, environment of Arrowhead where they've been so successful. But first time on the road against the Buffalo Bills team That, yes, has banged up some places in defense. But for me, I honestly felt like they were the better team. Not necessarily in this game, but in this season. We've talked about it for a while. The Kansas City Chiefs, and this is the worst offense that's been under Patrick Mahomes. And sure, the defense is good. But if the if the, if the the Kansas City Chiefs aren't Patrick Mahomes in this offense, well, then really, what are they? And the Buffalo Bills were trending in every single perfect direction to go out and make a statement. And Josh Allen was out there to make a statement and say, we can beat this team. And we belong as a Super Bowl contender. And we will take on... We will take on Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens to see who can go to the Super Bowl. And we can win this game and we can beat this coach and we can beat this quarterback. And ultimately, they can't. They cannot. And Patrick Mahomes, obviously, in this game, does everything you could want and pulls out another victory. And that's, pretty, you know, like what he's been able to do. Now he's proved it on the road, which is amazing. It took this long into his career, two Super Bowls in, two MVPs in, to have to prove it on the road. But he did, and he furthers his legacy with another big-time win against a team that, quite honestly, was trending in the direction to finally win this game. And that's what it is for me. The Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen, this was their time. Like, this was their time. We talked about it all week leading up to it. If not now, when? They've won six games in a row. Everything that's worked out the way it's worked out, the way they've played, the games they won, including beating Kansas City, whether it's Miami blowing a game against Tennessee that allows them to get into the you know, the possibility of winning that division, they had a 5% chance of making the playoffs at 6-6, six and six, and this quarterback took this team on his back. And obviously a storyline that kind of went away amazingly enough, which I was shocked at the time. I thought it was going to be a huge deal. It ended up really kind of going away. But McDermott having that controversy of giving a speech to the team years ago and referencing 9-11 and everything that with that from that moment on, from that moment on at 6-6 six and six and that storyline, this quarterback stopped turning the ball over, which again he didn't do in this game. And led the Buffalo Bills on a wild ride of a six-game winning streak, leading into a game where not only for most of the season, you were worried about whether they were going to sneak into the playoffs. And that was the discussion. Oh, man, if, you, if they sneak in, you don't want to see the Buffalo Bills. If they sneak in, you don't want to see the Bills. They're hot right now. Not only do they sneak in, they win the division, get the two seed, and are guaranteed this game in their building. And they come out to start the game, and Allen is perfect. And Allen is running all over the place, two touchdowns via his legs, made an incredible throw for that third touchdown in the third corner in the the corner of the end zone. I mean, he did everything you could possibly want. But this Chiefs team that understands how to win, and Andy Reid, who understands how to win, came up with a game plan, and played their best offensive performance of the year. This team with no wide receivers, and they still have no wide receivers, and they still don't have nearly the same good offense that they had. This was the prime time to pick them off. This was the year, as I'm watching Patrick Mahomes run off the field dodging snowballs from the Buffalo fans, this was the year for Buffalo to win this game. And this was the year, and hopefully now, unfortunately, it's going to come down to the Ravens to save us. Because let's be honest, everyone right now, you are we are all Ravens fans. I'm sorry, unless you're a Kansas City Chief fan, we are all Ravens fans. I do not need, I know Flegelman on the other side is a Swifty. I do not need two weeks of that storyline. I do not need two weeks of the Kelsey brothers taking their shirts off, drinking in the crowd. Like, I, I don't need him out there. I don't need Jason Kelsey out there. I had a blast with him, but I don't need it for two weeks. I enjoyed it for one day, having fun with the Bills fans, taking his shirt off, screaming like an idiot into the crowd. I don't need it for two weeks. I don't need whether they're going to get engaged this summer or not for two weeks. I don't need to be uh interviews right now about the hearts he gives out into the crowd for two weeks. I don't need it. And this was the year for the Buffalo Bills to do it, and they got a break in this game too. They got—I mean, just the over the course of the game, the the the, the what happened in the fourth quarter when you get down to the fake punt. Down three. And I understand McDermott called for it. There was some controversy or whether or not the punt was actually called for by the coach or that they reacted to the idea that there were 10 men on the field and, and called an audible, whether the coach called it or whether, but ultimately they called it. They were having trouble stopping Mahomes. There's no doubt about it. And Pacheco was running down their throat. He got 97 yards in the game. He was, he runs about as hard as anyone in the NFL. And in the third and the fourth quarter of this game, up against it on their own, what twenty-seven yard line or so, they run a fake punt to Hamlin of all people that goes absolutely nowhere, and Kansas City is about to stomp, stomp them out of this game, and go in there and score a uh, score a touchdown and put them up ten, which would make it very difficult for this team to come back and, and figure out a way to to win this game and. The hubris, I suppose, of Andy Reid. And we'll get breakdown into the game as we go along here. But for him to give it to Hardman again in that spot. I mean, think of that. The fake punt. That leads nowhere. followed up by Andy Reid giving the ball back to McCall Hartman, who had already fumbled earlier in the game. He fumbles into the end zone and out of the back of the end zone, initially ruled down by contact. They challenge, he fumbles, and the rule that everybody hates, and everybody despises. We have the fake punt. We have the fumble through the back end of the end, of the end zone for a touchback, and they get a break to go back down the field and take a chance. And, and to win this game, and they still can't do it. And whether it's Diggs dropping passes, whether it's Allen not being able to get the ball down into the end zone late in the game, whatever the case, this was an opportunity for this Bills team to win the football game and make a statement, and instead they did. And the statement is, Josh Allen, no matter how well he plays, no matter what this defense does, when they line up against Kansas City, when the game is on the line, when the season's on the line, they don't win. They are now 0-3 since 2000, as I'm watching it right now on the screen. And this Bills team blew an opportunity. And now as I look at it, and we look at this Bills team in the, in the, obviously, division with the Jets, and we focus on it, and they've won the division year after year, and they have Josh Allen, and they have this team that's figured out a way to, even when they're 6-6, six and six, get back into the playoffs. This team can't win this game. And it's about legacy. And unfortunately for Josh Allen, who I love, who is incredible in this game. Honestly, early on, in the, besides, listen, he makes mistakes. Going down for that last drive before the missed field goal, he goes down the field. He has uh, uh, Diggs running across the middle. See, in, that, in that spot, as they're going down the field late in the game. And you're trying to run out the clock. You're playing that, you know, kind of halfway game between not wanting, wanting to score clearly and wanting to score a touchdown to take the lead, not just the field goal. So you're playing for the touchdown, but you're also trying to leave Patrick Mahomes as little time as possible because you understand Patrick Mahomes is going to go down the field. That's what he does. It's what he's been doing all game despite the lousy weapons, despite everything. Patrick Mahomes is out there doing Patrick Mahomes things. So you're playing that game as they go down the field down three, trying to either tie it or take the lead, and you're playing that game of, of, of wanting to score but wanting to limit the clock. And instead of taking the easy play on a crossing route that gives them the first down, I, th- I think there's no doubt he gets the first down there. Now, listen, I, he had a guy wide open in the end zone. If you don't take that opportunity and say you throw it to uh, – you take this, the shorter out and get the first down, the next play could be a fumble. The next play could be an interception. I understand that. You take it into the end zone. But when you see the rush is coming upon you, you've got to make the smart decisions. And all game he did – and then in the that last drive he's unable to make that throw they're unable to move the ball any further and they settle for a 44 yard field goal in the gust winds of buffalo and wide right unbelievably wide right and nance was all over the call it was perfect it was just it's i feel terrible for the bills fans i feel i honestly do honestly do and this one to me we're gonna we can have your discussion on 877-337-6666. this is the worst Bill's loss there is for me I'm I, I not not going back to the four Super Bowls but uh you know for Josh Allen and company losing to Patrick Mahomes yet again this one hurts more than the one a couple years ago where they had the game won with 13 seconds and I'll tell you why it's not just yeah they had the game won with 13 seconds it's a miracle blah 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 I get it That was almost, although it was a couple years ago, that was the real first time you felt like the Bills belonged on the stage and it it didn't have the finality that this feels for me. That game, oh, my God, can you believe they blew it? The, the, The Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes are magic. How does this happen? You know, all of that. They lose Dable to the Giants as the head coach. But in that moment, you felt like the Bills had now arrived. And now the next time it happens, they'll be prepared. Or they'll continue to get better. They'll continue to grow. And now as you see this team that had to make a change at offensive coordinator midseason, as this offense has now transitioned to a bit of a running game instead of the dynamic passing game to Diggs, who dropped an incredibly pa- a pass right in his hands in this game that would have given them you know, uh, a huge opportunity to win this football game late in the game and a huge play that he dropped that pass. But as, the, as they've transitioned here, as they've struggled at different times, as McDermott has been under scrutiny, as this defense has dealt with injuries, as everything had come full circle, and they were at the point of making this run, winning this division again, and getting the, the game in their building against what everyone will tell you, and hopefully the story ends next week in Baltimore. But one of the lesser, if not the worst, certainly offensively, Kansas City Chiefs teams, there has been in the Mahomes and Andy Reid era. And still, with everything there for them, against this lousy offense, in their building, they still can't win this game. They still make the mistakes. They still lose to the ultimate winner in the NFL right now, Patrick Mahomes, who has really only lost to Tom Brady is in his entire postseason career. To still lose that game, to not be able to do it, it feels like there's a finality to it for me. It feels as though if they can't win it now, if they can't step up in this rivalry against this team in their building last night, if they can't win that game, they can't be the Chiefs team. That let's be honest, I understand that Kelsey's not getting any younger. And despite the fact he had two touchdowns in this game, and one was wide open, but was a more of a factor than he's been, but he's kind of, you know, the second half of this season, he's kind of taken a step back. He's not getting any younger, so they might lose as they go forward that dynamic pass catching tight end, but this team, who right now has Pacheco, who's probably the best running back that's had uh, under Patrick Mahomes, they're going to reload. They are not going to go into next season with Rice and Tony and Hardman and Scandling. They're going to get better players. This was the year to step up and beat this team. They've Something's been wrong with them all year. We've all said it. We've all seen it. This offense at times has been brutally bad. Brutally bad. And to allow them to come into your building, put up their best offense performance, pull the magic while you make mistakes like fake punts, while you make mistakes like drop passes, while you make mistakes like coming up short on a touchdown pass, and while you make mistakes like missing field goals right wide right to tie the game and send it to overtime, there's Kansas City, there's Andy Reid, who's made mistakes of his own in this game, and there is Patrick Mahomes. Yet again, standing between you and a Super Bowl. And if this wasn't the year, then how can you possibly say Buffalo could ever do it again? This was the spot. And we'll get into the different elements of this game, and there are plenty to discuss. From all the key plays, from the way they went down the field early on in the game, it was kind of a back-and-forth shootout early on in the game, and then it kind of got a little bit more of a defensive battle late in the game with turnovers and fake punts and fumbles through the end zone. But for me the storyline is Josh Allen, who I tried to t- you know who led the league in touchdowns this year, who's had his moments, who loves to turn the ball over, but who ultimately is one of the more talented quarterbacks in this league and was looking to build a legacy like the man he he lined up against yesterday. And ultimately the storyline stayed the same, and to quote the Godfather, "The rent it stays alike it before. Nothing changed." And the same thing with Daniel Jones, and we'll get into quarterbacks as we go through the different quarterbacks in this league. And now Baker Mayfield's going to get a payday. That the the correlation between Baker Mayfield and Daniel Jones, we'll have a little fun with. But as Dan, as as Josh Allen is trying to make his legacy. As Josh Allen is trying to prove that he's on the level, as he's a guy who can take his team to the Super Bowl, he continues to come up short. This team continues to come up short. And if they couldn't do it this year, then I think you can remove the Buffalo Bills from Super Bowl contender until they do. And I just, right now, it feels like they can't. And we'll have two good matchups in the championship games. And we have a couple of games here, obviously, to discuss. But for me, the finality of the ceiling of the Buffalo Bills. That's what it felt like to me watching that game last night. Because we said it. If not now, when? And to me, the answer is never. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. 337 uh Obviously, the other games, Baltimore dominated in the second half. San Francisco... San Francisco, man, I hit them every which way. They they absolutely killed me. <laughs> they killed me on Saturday. They absolutely killed me. And so did Brock Purdy. Man, was Brock Purdy awful. So we got to talk about the San Francisco 49ers and whether or not they got their scare. And, of course, the Detroit Lions in their first NFC championship game since 1991 as they beat the uh, Tampa Bay Bucks and Baker Mayfield and the lousy head coach that is Todd Bolt. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. There it goes! Deep left, it is high, it is far, it is gone! Number 62 to set the new American League record. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Ba, 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 All right, let's go. 226. And yeah, listen, I love Josh Allen. I and I like this Buffalo Bills team. I was uh, uh against them early. I actually I picked their under a ten and a half, which I lost. I thought they were gonna have a little bit of a down year, but then since the run started, and even the three games after the Jets, they lose that opening game against the Jets, and then they go on a three game tear where they look just unbeatable. And they they dominate the, the the Dolphins, and then they struggle again, and they find themselves at six and six, and then suddenly they just go on a run and they beat Kansas City. And really, why? I, another reason why I wanted them to win this game so bad was the the nonsense from Patrick Mahomes the last time they played, and the the Tony play and being you know offensive offsides. And he couldn't even congratulate Josh Allen. He was so mad, and he told Josh Allen, "Worst call I've ever seen." Like instead of just saying congrats, and I and I don't know what it was, but I was like, man, that was such that was. It just ball. It rubbed me the wrong way that he couldn't in that moment just congratulate Josh Allen. And I wanted him to have to do it again. I wanted him to have to have a redo on congratulating Josh Allen. But unfortunately, and you know, people guy hit me up on Twitter. Yeah. They have their injuries on defense, no doubt about it. They're, they're in, they've been decimated by injuries on defense. But I'm sorry. They had the game in their building. They had every opportunity to win this game. Andy Reid practically put them back in the game with his stupidity. And Andy Reid is a great head coach, One of the certainly one of the best head coaches currently in the NFL, one of the better head coaches in the history of the NFL. But, I mean... Running that, you got Pacheco running it down their throat. And you run that gimmick play. To a guy who already fumbled in the game, who was on the Jets to start the year. Like, it's just, it made no sense. And they got, away, they got a complete break after the boneheaded call of a, a fake punt there. To of all people, Hamlin. Like, it's just, it was weird. It was a terrible play call. And I don't know. I mean, and they never showed the replay. So I don't. I know they said on the broadcast, uh, Jay Feely came on and said uh, there were ten men on the field. That's why I don't even know if they confirmed that. I know the co- they did. Okay, he did. Uh, okay, so yeah, so they had it. Ten guys on the field. Uh, McDermott did say in the in the in his press conference that he called they were having a tough time stopping the Chiefs, which I get. But you can't call it there at that part in that in in at that part of the field. You can't call that. That's a terrible call. That's a terrible call. So you got the the break of the fumble after a stupid punt, fake punt. Then you got Diggs dropping a ball right in his hands that was thrown perfectly. Then you got the underthrow from Allen in the end zone instead of going for the easy pass that gets them the first down and would take more clock away. And then uh, from Patrick Mahomes trying to go back down the field. And then, of course, you have the missed field goal for 44 yards. In that moment, and to miss it wide right, too. I mean, it's just poetic. It's poetic. That 13-second game they lost two years ago was a obviously a kick in the stomach. And it was just, you had Kansas City beat, how could you blow it? But it still felt like, it still felt like to me at least, that Buffalo has now, you know, Buffalo was right there. They blew the game, yes, but Buffalo can play with Kansas City. That established that. This loss makes me feel like that's no longer a thing. If you couldn't win this game, when the hell are you going to beat them? And he's not going anywhere. Now, there have been some grumbles. Obviously, I heard uh, with uh, Zach over on the CBS, with Zach Gelb. um, Mike Florio was on talking about there is some rumblings, maybe, or at least Kansas City is concerned That Andy Reid might call it quits. There's been no other rumor besides just that speculation. But you know Patrick Mahomes is going nowhere. You know it. And you know he'll restructure his contract, do whatever it takes. They're going to get more weapons. This was the year where their offense just wasn't right. And this team did not look like the same Kansas City Chiefs team. And Travis Kelsey did not look the same. And yet you allow him to have two touchdowns, one wide open, You allow them to have their best offensive performance of the year, yes, with your defense, but still. Yes, with your defense dealing with injuries, but still. And then you make boneheaded plays and drop balls. It's just, it's not just Allen's fault, but ultimately these legacies, we all know it, it comes down to the quarterback. You don't even say, you, you don't even say the Patriots won six Super Bowls. You say Belichick and Brady did. That's how it works. The quarterbacks and the coaches are the ones who wear the losses and celebrate the victories for the most part, at least through through legacy and the, the hindsight of time. And right now, it just feels like Josh Allen and the Bills cannot beat Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs, and this was the opportunity. And now Baltimore, please. Please, Lamar, please. We're begging you. But it should be a good matchup. Both games should be good. 877-337-6666. Brian in Cooperstown. What's up, Brian?
1: Josh Allen wanted to take over the whole game. All the hype before the game was not uh, Kansas City against Buffalo. Right. It was Patrick against Josh.
0: Yep, in a lot of ways, yes. And Josh
1: let it go to his head. And he played very
0: well, but he
1: didn't have to do it all the time. And toward the end, he couldn't perform. He just wasn't the same at the end.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, I you know, I think both sides, you know, Patrick Mahomes really didn't do much later in the game either. The defense is kind of uh, – he had an opportunity to go win the game and and, and couldn't get it done, had to punt back to Kansas, uh, punt back to Buffalo. And they went down the field and, and got into field goal range. I mean, he got the team into field goal range. He came up short. In the end zone, but he played great in this game. Early on in the game, he was dominating the football game. He he yeah. has the two rushing touchdowns. He has the incredible touchdown pass that he throws. Uh, you know, right in the uh, to uh, to uh, to uh, uh, Shakir that is just a perfect throw. It's a perfect throw. What Romo say? It's a dime, not a donkey. I've never heard that expression, but that's what he said. I mean, it was just it was it was perfect. I mean, Allen yeah. played well in this game. Like that's part of it. Like, that's part of the reason I don't think he... I mean, listen, th- those guys have to take over the game. I don't think anyone's accusing uh, Patrick Mahomes of taking over the game today or trying to take over the game today or letting letting it go to his head. Josh Allen's then their best weapon. And forget it. You want to you talk about the tush push being a guarantee? You get inside the three-yard line, Josh Allen, on those runs, you ain't stopping him. You ain't stopping him. I mean, Josh Allen... Didn't turn the ball over, he rushes for two, he throws for one. I I don't know what and and like, but that's but like if if Josh Allen just showed up and was and was crap today, I might not feel the same. I'm like wow, it's just uh, Josh Allen just played terrible. He just had a terrible game. He played terribly. He threw three three picks. I mean, I, I would feel the same way. I guess where it's never gonna happen. But even when he plays well. And now you look at his stat line, it's not the most devastating. 186 yards. Now he's got the he's got the 72 yards rushing to lead the team, but he's got a 186 yards passing. He only throws one touchdown, he rushes for two, obviously. And his quarterback ranking is, you know, eighty-six or whatever it is. Like, you know, it's not it's not impressive twenty six for thirty nine, but I mean he played very well and was dominating the early part of this game. Kansas City just kept coming back. It was a shootout early in the game. It was you know, boom, 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 touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. They were both teams were playing well, but that's why it's even more like even when they play well, even when they have the game in their building, even when they're going against a Kansas City team that's you know the 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 first time they've had to go on the road. This has been the worst offense Kansas City has put forth in the in, in the Mahomes Reed era, and with all that. And with still playing well in their building, they can't beat him. They can't beat him. It just, I, I'm not saying they should break it down. I'm not saying they should trade Josh Allen, although if Josh, if they wanted to, you could please send them to New York and back into the uh, loving embrace of Brian Dable. I'm open to it. <laughs> I'm open to it. But, I mean, I just don't know. You still have to deal with Kansas City. And, it, and it, it feels like, and I hate to say this, I hate to say it, it feels like Yankees-Astros. It just feels like they can't beat this team. They can't beat them. Josh in the Bronx, what's up, Josh? Um, C-Mac,
1: I got to agree with you on everything. The Sandy Reid, it doesn't matter who he has on the team. I mean, like, Alex Smith, Patrick Mahomes, I'm gee Lamar, you got it. Lamar and Baltimore. They got they're gonna to have to look at this Buffalo film and see if they can, you know, go over. Well, the-
0: yeah, I mean their defense is a little bit is a little bit healthier than and yeah. than Buffalo and has been, you know, the arguably them and then Cleveland field with the numbers, but they're they're a very good defense. They completely shut down Houston in the second right. half of that game. Really the only touchdown is the punt return. I mean, so they've yeah. uh they, they, they're a much better defense. I expect I expect Baltimore to win this game, but you're right. There is something about Andy Reed, there's something about Patrick Mahomes. We are seeing it now. He's been yeah. in the AFC championship game every single year. It's unbelievable. Every Thank single you year for of taking my call. You got it, you got to Josh. Every single year of his career. Now Andy Reid didn't ever – I thought that was a, a poor decision from Andy Reid. I mean, Pacheco is running it down their throat. You're at the three-yard line. Why are you Why are you putting the ball in the hands of McCall Hardman? It, it makes no sense to me. It makes no sense to me. Now I You don't know he's going to fumble, but it makes no sense. Pacheco runs his heart. I mean, just the that that touchdown he had. He just he he just bulldozes people. Same as Josh Allen. Uh, why would you play game you have you have the greatest quarterback in the NFL arguably already a mount rushmore quarterback in NFL history like that he's arguably there already and you've got a you've got a hard runner like Pacheco you've got two, why on earth would you put it in McCall hartman's hands to go win that game that's 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 going to win that game that's going to put the the foot on the 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 throat of the Buffalo Bills. Having the demoralizing the difference in that game. I know they ended up winning anyway, but the if they would have not got that fake punt, and then the Kansas City Chiefs lead them and go right down the field and and punch it in to take a ten point lead, that game is over. That game is over. That's the storyline. What a stupid punt! It led to the game winning. It, it led to the, the touchdown that separated the teams. They never recover from that moment. Instead, you let them fumble through the end zone. Which, again, we'll argue over and over again about how what, what kind of whether it's a dumb penalty or not, but it is what it is. Tony in Providence. What's up, Tony?
1: Hey, excellent points. Um, you're right. Buffalo's window, and they played so hard. This is the year for the Bills. How about that interference call in the game? I don't know. It was a tough call, too.
0: Yeah, you know what? I mean... It, they say it has to be before it has to the contact. If it's while he's while the ball's in the air, it's a penalty. The contact definitely starts while Patrick Mahomes still has his hand on the ball, but then like does it continue through whether it's in the air? I don't know, but ultimately it didn't matter. They end up punting on that series anyway, so it wasn't a devastating penalty. It took you know, a little bit more. It wasn't like they needed clock time anyway at the end of the game. It didn't really, I guess it, you could argue it cost them some yardage on the punt and their, their starting position. And maybe it gets them an extra, yeah, it gets them an extra six yards closer on the field goal. Maybe. But ultimately, it wasn't a devastating penalty because they ended up punting anyway. But yeah, I mean, and, and listen, every, it's, it's that, that penalty went, went for him. But there was also, I mean, listen, and, and they made their own breaks too. And I'm watching it right now. Allen fumbles in this game. And Tony Romo and let's let's talk about Tony Romo for a second. Tony Romo burst onto the scene as this play predicting savant that everybody loved and we knew he was going to be great and the whispers around the tapes he did with with Nance it was he was going to be the next great broadcaster, and for a while he was and he got paid like it and I'm not saying he's terrible, but hes a, he's average and he, and he's weird sometimes, and he has trouble finishing a thought and he says odd things, but he was on it this time. Allen fumbles on that drive. And they are going and Kansas City is going to scoop and score, if not for Kincaid, the tight end, diving at that ball and knocking it out of the Kansas City defenders' hands. So they made plays too. Like Buffalo did they they make their own breaks with the fumble. Now I understand that's Kansas City fumbling, but they forced the fumble to get out of the and take their coach off the hook for the punt. Right? offensively in the start of the game they were they were dominant and Allen was going up and down the field rushing in for two touchdowns they make a game saving play like that on a fumble like they they made big plays too like they played well in this game there's a lot to dissect about this game but ultimately no matter what happens when the bills step on the field against the Kansas City Chiefs and it's an important game and it's a playoff game. The Bills are going to find a way to lose, and Patrick Mahomes and the and the Kansas City Chiefs are going to find a way to win. This was the game for me. I, I've been saying it all week. If they couldn't win this game, when the hell are they going to win it? This was the this Kansas City was primed to be picked off, and I, and I, you know I'd be surprised if they win, but I w- I wouldn't be surprised if if Baltimore absolutely runs them out of the building. I mean, Baltimore is that good. And Kansas City, I'm sorry. I still have doubts about who they are. And I don't know what would have happened. My my gut tells me even if they make that field goal that that Patrick Mahomes goes right down the field and wins the game, that's probably what happens because their defense was just gassed and and banged up. So it felt that way. It felt like you weren't going to stop Mahomes there, but they did stop him on the drive previous and made him punt. So who knows? Rich in South Orange, what's up, Rich?
1: Hey, uh, Chris, um, I just want to say, I, going into the draft, I totally agree with you about what the Giants should do. Mm-hmm. And what I would do if I were the Giants, with the sixth pick, if I could get one of the top five quarterbacks, without a doubt, I'd do it. I take one of the top five, depending oh. on... Well, you're definitely
0: going to get one of the top five. I, I, I doubt every pick in front of you is a quarterback. So I think right, you're going to get right, one of the top right, five. But
1: Right. So if you can do that, and then with the remainder of the draft, you take offensive lineman, wide receiver, and tight end. Without a doubt, I would do it, and next year... You let Daniel Jones be the sacrificial lamb. Right. And if you stink up the place, you're going into the next year with a, with a better with better capital. You, you let him go. Yeah. If he stinks up the place. Right,
0: and they lose games. They got another top pick next year.
1: Right, right. And, yeah. and, and as a Viking fan that has to watch the Giants every week, I hope they do that. I really do. I hope they... Yeah. I hope they get their their quarterback. I hope that the Giants don't, uh, you know, stick with what they have, what they with yeah.
0: Daniel Jones. Well, it's ironic, Rich, that you're a Viking fan when the best game of his career was that playoff game against the Vikings. I'm surprised you don't have uh, a better, higher opinion of of Daniel Jones because he, you know, he ended your season last year. But I, I, that's exactly what they should do. I mean, I, I tweeted out the graphic. They showed the graphic on Saturday. All the quarterbacks left in the playoffs this year. C.J. Stroud, first-round pick. Lamar Jackson, first-round pick. Patrick Mahomes, first-round pick. Josh Allen, first-round pick. Jared Goff, first-round pick. Baker Mayfield, first-round pick. Jordan Love, first-round pick. And then Brock Purdy, seventh-round pick. And which quarterback played the worst of all those? Brock Purdy was awful. Brock Purdy was horrendous in that game Saturday night. He was awful. Oh, he was te- know, The rain, the glove, the, the, I mean, I don't care. He was terrible until that last drive. Now, he's got a little bit of magic in him. I'll give it to you. I mean, he didn't make any big-time throws. He's Mr. Checkdown. But, hey, he went down the field. He scored the touchdown they needed to to win the game. He won the game. Totally fair. But he was awful in that game. But, yeah, I mean, looking at it. Now, listen, not all of them are still with the team they were drafted by. But... CJ Stroud, second overall pick. And despite having a, you know, a, a just lackluster second half with nothing going on, just absolutely overrun by the best team in football right now, the Baltimore Ravens. Nothing to be ashamed of. Uh, Lamar, ja- Lamar Jackson, obviously taken at the deep end of the, the first round. Uh, Patrick Mahomes traded up to be taken at 10. ten. Josh Allen traded up to be taken. Goff first overall, Baker Mayfield first overall. Now, the two first overalls are on different teams, but I'm sorry. I think that's relevant because everybody tells me you can find a quarterback anywhere. You can find a quarterback anywhere. And while Goff, yes, Goff is yes on his second team, he did take them to the Super Bowl. They lost to the Patriots in one of the ugliest, most boring, ridiculously poorly played offensive games you've ever seen, but Jared Goff did take the Rams to the Super Bowl. He's an NFC champion with the team that drafted him. And we're seeing what Jordan Love is. Jordan Love was excellent in that game, if not for the last play of the game where he throws across his body. And it's funny, Baker Mayfield didn't really throw across his body, but both games end with late interceptions in the middle of the field, uh, which I thought was a little ironic in back-to-back games. You get the Saturday night game, ends like that. And then the afternoon games like that. And you know, I do want to talk about the 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 two point conversion in that Tampa Bay game. We'll get to that. There's a lot of different things over the games. Uh over each game. I mean, the least interesting one is really Baltimore. They just dominated in the second half. It was a close game. Uh they get the, the Texans get the punt return to to make it ten ten. And then in the second half, Lamar Jackson just runs all over. Runs all over the Texans. I mean, he's just a special, special player. There's no doubt about it. And if you look at it, we talk about quarterbacks. He was available. I mean, I, I, you would have had to have done a lot to get him, but you'd have to give him a big. You'd have to give him big money. You'd have to trade away picks because they, they, you know, you have to give uh, Baltimore a couple of picks. But still, that guy was available. Would you rather have not given a big contract and two picks to Lamar Jackson as opposed to a forty million dollar year contract to Daniel Jones and have the league MVP right now? I'm I'm shocked how I understand he was coming off injury, but man, oh man, how good is he? But we'll get into that uh, two point conversion too, as because I don't I don't understand people's people don't seem to be able to wrap their minds around what Tampa Bay did, and they're a hundred percent right. Tampa Bay at the end of the game against the Lions, one hundred percent, did the right thing, going for two down fourteen. We'll get into it in the the next hour. Matt in Oyster Bay. What's up, Matt? Hey, how you doing? Good. How are you, buddy? Good, thanks. Uh, So,
1: I think, uh, I mean, the Bills did the best they could. But um, I was bartending tonight, and I felt so bad. Uh, Everybody's rooting. And they're like, oh, it's a chip shot. It's going in. And I'm like, "Uh, do you guys remember Norwood missing wide right? Of course. And, (laughs)
0: And... of I mean, course. wide right. I cannot yeah. believe it went wide right. Ride right. You know, like, oh and man, that's it, a hard thing like, to say. Wide right.
1: Insane. Absolutely insane. Uh,
0: uh yeah, unbelievable. And listen, I didn't like. Excuse me. I don't think they played. For- Obviously, he throws the ball into the end zone. So it's not like they settled for the field goal. But no. I mean, it's just frustrating when you watch the play, and he's got he's got digs running open on the crossing route that gives them the first down. Yep. Uh, I understand. Uh-huh. Um, you know, uh, was it Chris Jones makes a great play to get in on him? He pushes the offensive lineman into him. It kind of stops him from taking the step up and making a good, strong throw into the end zone. You know, that's a that's a touchdown. So yeah. I, I get it, but it's just a frustrating play to leave a 40, 44 yard field goal to keep your life alive because that's that's the end of the game. He misses that yep. field goal; it's the end of the game. Can't No, I, I would if it was me, I'm I'm nobody, but I I would have went for it. You know. Yeah, that's easy to say now. It's a forty-four yard field oh, goal. He's a he's a he, he's a pretty good kicker. I mean, that's I I think that's tough now. But I mean, yeah, to go wide right is hilarious. It harkens back to the nineteen ninety Giants and that improbable win with Jeff Hostetler under center to take care of the mighty Buffalo Bills offense, who would go on to lose the next three Super Bowls. And listen, I get it here. Like, you can also hit me up on Twitter, at C-Mac W-F-A-N. Josh, as Hef did, Hefism, at Hefism. Josh Allen is 27, C-Mac. Enough of your nonsensical declarations. I'll take him on the Giants any day. Who said I wouldn't? They said the same thing about Elway, Peyton, and more. Every year is different, and losing this year doesn't mean they can't win it. Bills weren't Super Bowl material this year. I understand that. He is 27. He is terrific, and sure, if I were the Giants, I would trade for him right this second. But there is something here that he can't win this game. And it's not just on him. I'm not not trying to say it's just on him, but we talk about it. as we When you go with teams and you talk about legacy and you talk about championships, yes, it's the team, but if you have a franchise quarterback, like we'd be talking different right now if, you know, you know somehow if baker mayfield was going if baker mayfield won that game like i would be talking a little bit more about just the overall bucks than baker mayfield josh allen is the guy josh allen is you know on his way to being a hall of fame quarterback josh allen's one of the best quarterbacks in the league josh allen's out to build a legacy as well as the buffalo bills as well as them just winning a championship it's all entangled and right now whether it's 13 seconds left with a three-point lead or whether it's going into the game with, in my opinion, a better team on a six-game winning streak with everything that's gone right for your year, everything trending in the right direction, whether it's you know Miami blowing a game to Tennessee they should have never blown, which the two-point conversion down 14 comes into play. We'll get into that. So you could win a division. You go on a six-game winning streak, including beating Kansas City and then you finally get them in your building, the first road playoff game Kansas City's ever played, and you can't win that game, that game is set up to win more than any game they'll ever face against Kansas City. So, yeah, I mean, listen, could, they, could something happen, Patrick Mahomes go down, or even let, just, just beat them? I suppose nothing's impossible. By no means am I saying uh, it's impossible. It'll, I'm, what I'm saying is, is this was the best situation. I'll never trust them again or think they can win that game again. I'll never feel better about the Bills beating Kansas City than I did yesterday. Never again. They have to go out and do it. And they've been unable to. And if they can't do it in this scenario, I don't think it's very likely they'll do it in another scenario. Now, they can still win a championship and not have to play Kansas City. But right now, it is hard to view them as a team that can win this game. It's just the way it is, with this coach, with this quarterback, with this team against Kansas City, against Kansas City with Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. It just feels like they're never going to win this game, and that's a land. That's a seismic. That's a seismic move for the legacy of Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills and Patrick Mahomes. He wins all, he always wins these games. He always wins them. And right now, I just, it's hard for me to think anything other than that. 877 337 6666. So, yes, I want to talk a little bit about the Lions game and the end of the Lions game and the decisions made by Todd Bowles. And the Buccaneers, some defensively, some offensively. We'll get into that as the Lions are now heading to their first NFC championship since 1991. We'll get into, obviously, the championship games as well as San Francisco against Detroit and Kansas City in Baltimore. The two games on Sunday. Looking forward to them. And there were some things to get into the 49ers game as well and some of the issues they had in the rain. But... For me, the story coming out of this playoff series, uh, this playoff weekend, for me, is Kansas City continues to be, and Patrick Holmes continues to be, an absolute winner, and the Buffalo Bills cannot get it done.